0: What's up, everybody? Don Martelli back at you with the latest edition of the PR Bunker podcast. Talking nonprofits again today, this time with my buddy Richard Greif, who's got a long established career in the space, talking about the challenges organizations like his face and the opportunities there are to engage with donors and others in a variety of ways. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on the latest edition of the PR Bunker podcast. I'm here with my friend, Rich Greif and talk about nonprofit marketing, public relations. And if you don't know Rich, you should follow his bouncing ball of his career because he's worked at some very, very notable nonprofits over the years and i have been really impressed with the work that he's done on behalf of those organizations. So Rich, thank you for joining me today.
1: Yeah, it's great to be with
0: you, Don. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, Tell the audience a little bit about your background and what are you doing now?
1: Sure. Um, You know, I've really committed to using my marketing and communication skills uh, to make life better for adults and children in need. Um, It's really been a consistent thread throughout my career. Um, I started early as a volunteer with Big Brothers Big Sisters and eventually decided I really wanted to put my skills and time and talent toward um, helping children and adults. So I've done that in a variety of organizations uh, from national ones like Read to a Child uh, and Make a Wish, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, organizations like that that really focus on children and families. Um, I currently am the director of uh, communications and development for the Guild for Human Services, uh, which helps youth and adults with intellectual disabilities uh, to lead high quality lives. Um, And I also teach a business uh, writing and communications class at Boston University.
0: So you're a busy man, busy, busy man. Um, One of the things I've always said about nonprofits is I feel like the, the world is upside down where The organizations that need the most help are usually the most underfunded and under-resourced. And I'm sure you have a team of 40 people doing all the things you do in the office. And I'm I'm being sarcastic here. Um, You you, you know what it's like to fight those battles. Talk to me about your work uh, for the Guild and just in general with nonprofits. How How do you get all that done between brand building, fundraising, influencer relations? And I'm sure you do everything from the website to social media. How do you cover the shorefront there? That's pretty daunting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it 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 really starts at the beginning with the sort of why and what is it that you're hoping to accomplish. Uh, you know, it's it's easy for a lot of nonprofits to just feel like they're having a lot of activity and posting and sharing stuff, but it all comes back to what what are your goals and what are your strategy? What is it that you're really trying to accomplish? Um, you know, at, at the Guild here, for example, um, obviously, you know, we have great human interest stories of of the uh, children and adults that we serve and the staff that we employ. But it's not just about that work It's and, and brand building. It's really also about um, being thought leaders on the issues that matter both to the children and families we serve and really also very much so uh, for the staff that we employ.
0: That's great. Talk about, um, you know, uh, you and I are young bucks, um, air quotes. So we've been in this business a long time. How has the job changed and or been the same over the years because i think um you know i'm sure you can talk about your your different stops on your career but how has the work changed at all and how 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 things stay the same
1: yeah i mean i think um you know essentially really uh the the key for great branding for many organizations is, is really the consistency um and really being out there um on a regular basis you know as, sure. I, as I say to all my colleagues, and they know, you know, we're competing for the same eyeballs, um, so we have to create really compelling content. And I think, just like any business, you know, I think everyone is is expecting more out of brands in terms of authenticity, storytelling, um, mm-hmm. impact that they're making, and really, um, even more so, obviously, in the past year or so, um, where do we stand on um, issues? You know, one of the big Uh, things for the Guild, in fact, is, uh, you know, communicating our stance on the intersection of our work with racial and ethnic justice. I think consumers of all type really demand to know where uh, businesses stand on these issues. And the Guild is really no different. We have a extremely diverse staff from many different countries around the world. And um, their work and their mission is is important to us. And we have to um, elevate the work that we are doing with them.
0: That's a good point. I mean, I think uh, you're a couple things you brought up there. One storytelling, I think, will be continue to be at the core of what we collectively do, whether it's my work at the Belfort Group or your work there for the Guild. Um, and and it, it takes many forms, right? It's video, it's TikToks, it's Snapchat, it's long form. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still probably like you old school. I love picking up the newspaper and, and cause you can read the paper from front to back versus you can't read the entire internet. Um, but we are still storytellers and it leads me to my next question, which is sort of, um, you know, what are the opportunities for you now in, in this new role at the guild and for the guild in general, in terms of, you know, bringing your skill set to the table with that integrated storytelling thinking, what are the things you're excited about in the, in the, in the coming months and years, if you will, uh, uh with your working around the guild.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, the the diversity, equity, and inclusion piece is, is really important. We, uh, we're we partnering, for example, with the uh, International Institute of New England on a project that they run called Suitcase Stories, oh, wow. which um, interviews and talks with um, immigrants to this country and really talks a lot about their deep personal stories. And so for us... Um, you know, we're going through a process where staff are being trained right now on how to tell their story. And normally we do that in an in-person uh, forum at the end. Sure. But we're going to videotape them um, and kind of roll them out. So there's, there's so many great That's stories and perspectives. You know, the, the diversity that we have um, is really both in life experience uh, as well as racial and ethnic background. So it's a wonderful opportunity for us to tell the many diverse, uh, rich stories of the staff that, that work with us. Um, at the same time, we want to be thought leaders um, as part of the, the movement around um, youth and adults with intellectual disabilities. There's so many um, important things that people still don't really know. Even COVID was a, you know, an important example of just how isolated um, so many children and adults were, you know, while... Sure typical parents were fighting to, you know, have their kids, you know, just go out and play soccer. Um, We were under much stricter uh, restrictions where families couldn't necessarily see their children. And so, you know, that really goes against our principle of ever limiting the human rights of any individual. And so it's created some unique challenges for us. So there's really a lot underneath the covers of the work that we do, whether it's with our staff, with the children and adults that we serve or the parents and families and really bringing some of those stories to light, humanizing them um, in a really authentic way is is really really important for
0: us. I absolutely love that suitcase concept. I mean, that the the name itself just bleeds into creative storytelling. And you're right, there's there's a skill to it. I mean taking somebody from you know, page one to page you know, 300, uh, you want to keep people engaged. And in a world where, where one scroll up from the next piece of content, keeping people engaged in that regard can be pretty difficult. Um, you know, talk a little bit more about uh, sort of the mission of the Guild and, and your, the goals for this year in terms of whether it be fundraising or outside of brand building and storytelling. What are some of the things you'd like to share with the audience about the work that you all do?
1: Yeah, I mean, our focus is really on uh, improving the, the quality of life for individuals uh, with intellectual disabilities and helping lead them toward uh, as productive a life, you know, as they possibly can. So, so much of our work is, is continuing to figure out um, how we can deliver high quality services, what services and resources can we add. So we really look at it in terms of how can we continue to best support uh, the, the children and adults and their families. Uh, with the resources they need to provide as as high quality a a program as possible. So that's really our our overarching focus. Um, Interestingly, we um, started with adults um, some number of years ago in in residential Mm -hmm. programming. And so we actually now have to really think about um, kind of their full life cycle and what services they will continue to need um, over time. So it's a relatively... Uh, newer endeavor for us, but it's an, it's an important one, and um, how we, again, continue to deliver the type of uh, educational and vocational support that they need to, to lead really productive lives.
0: It's, it's super important. I mean, I, I know I, from personal experience, I have a member of my family uh, who has, uh, has, does have intellectual disabilities, and just to see the people that are around um, Stevie, uh, and how happy he is to see them and the program they they create for him at, at home or in when, when he when, when he's able to visit the location. It just it's it's good to see because it, it is it's daunting on parents and guardians to it's it's a full-time job and, and we're not trained as clinicians and experts to deal with this. So I commend you and the team at the guild and, and other locations to, to to do this day in, day out. And now with challenges around COVID and not being around people, it makes it so much more difficult, but the mission still exists. You still have to deliver on that mission, which is a, uh, it's a, it's a daunting task, but I know you, I know you work. I know that you you love a good challenge and, you, and you're up for it. And I know that uh, can't wait to see what you guys do throughout the course of this year and the impact you make um, any other like last bit of advice for those that are working in the nonprofit space around you know, marketing communications and maintaining the, the energy around the story. What, what advice would you leave for the, for our audience here?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, uh, I mean, especially in our field and almost all the fields I've worked in, uh, you know, we're all part of a a broader movement. And so, you know, it's not just about us as an individual just pushing out content and engaging audiences. We're all part of a larger movement. Um, And so being part and and connected to that movement and really helping elevate um, all of our causes together um, is really, really important. We have some great networks, you know in our community that that we're a part of. And so um, all of us are stronger when we're advocating and, and working together uh, for the same thing. So it's easy sometimes to be just very insular and just focused on yourself, but there's a really important world. And there's many organizations and partners out there that really appreciate seeing a, a broader movement um, toward a specific goal.
0: Now, that's a wonderful message because you're right about the, it takes a village, right? I mean, you are dead on because while you are, competing for eyeballs and dollars you're right that the power of many i think uh, is is more impactful at times so it's smart of you to think that way uh if people wanted to know more about your background and, and or the guild where can they find you and information about the guild?
1: yeah our website is uh guildhumanservices.org um so you can find us there um and find me there or you can certainly find me uh on linkedin at uh rich greif g-r-e-i-f Thank
0: there you me. go Well, Rich, this has been wonderful. Uh, Thank you for all the work that you do and you have done in the nonprofit space. I I have uh, admired your work over the years and Um, really good brands really good work and I I commend the passion you have for this because not people stay in it for that long and and you've been one of those guys that I followed all along so I really appreciate the work and I can't wait to see what happens over the course of this year and the work at the guild that you do because I know you'll be doing some really cool things and at some point I'll open up the globe and there'll be some article in there like oh that was rich and I just know that at some point uh, you'll get the guild uh, again on the map because obviously they've been around for quite some time and I know that you'll bring some special things there so thank you again for joining me uh, and we'll do this again soon. Great. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks again for joining me on the PR Bunker podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed my conversation with Rich and learning more about his work at the Guild and just generally talking about how nonprofits like his, you know, face an uphill battle with getting people engaged and supporting their organization and mission and driving funds and things of that nature. So impressed with the work that the nonprofits do in the greater Boston area here, uh, raising money and just getting people engaged. It's just really hard work, and I've always said that the, the world is upside down where the organizations that need the most help tend to have the least amount of resources to do so. But check out Rich and his work there, check out the Guild. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get more episodes of the PR Bunker podcast? You can find them on Spotify and Apple, as well as at the theprbunker.com. Until next time, thanks for joining.